I'm an adult. What the fuck? This shit is ghetto. Ghetto. I didn't sign up for this. I miss college. Why is it so boring? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the Almost Adult Podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey. So today, we're going to like kick this kind of off. Very little sad. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the topic is, if you know, read the title, post-grad depression, you know, going through it, living it, lived it, learned it went through it so um we spent most of our lives going to school yeah from the age of five till um me was 23 because i went to school went to college for five and a half years because community college kind of fucked me in a sense like my college experience kind of was like not like if it just felt like I was just going to class, like going to like regular high school and then going to work, like what you know people in high school who would work their work a job. So um, because I didn't work when I was in high school, I only worked in the summer. Um, so what are we gonna do now? Like that's the point. Like as soon as you're done school, I think even like high school students feel it too. It's like you're not going back in the fall. You don't have to be on a set schedule every time, which could be positive for people who struggle, like, with mental disabilities. But, like, for people, you know, who were thriving in high school or just like, oh, I actually got to go out into the real world and really discover who I am. So, um, yeah. Um, but, Shadir, you're in a... You're in grad school. <laughs> you yeah, ain't done I yet. Am. Brave soldier of the podcast. She's the one who decided to go to grade school. I mean, gra- grade, grade school. school. <laughs> I mean, um, grad school. So, you want to give a little, yeah, you know, what your decision? You yeah, why? Yes. Yeah. So, I decided to be a nutcase and go <laughs> to grad school as soon as I graduated from undergrad. Uh, yeah. and the reason why I did that is because I just knew if I took a break nine times out of ten for me I knew I wasn't going to go back and I was like I just want to get finished so by the time I turn 24 mm-hmm. a month after I turn 24 I'll be officially done so I went to undergrad for um, communications which and I went for journals and calculations but then around like junior year senior year actually I realized that I wanted to be more in the marketing social media field and um, because of that I decided to get my MBA now I already thought about going to grad school anyway and the main reason to be honest was because I didn't want to face adulting yet I just felt as though (laughs) that I wasn't ready yet right Um, even though grad school you still go through adulting regardless because it's a little bit more different um, especially if you're not living on campus Um, but then what happened was I made a meeting I the MBA recruiter person made a meeting with me, um, because I joined this business competition, business plan competition with my one friend and he, and the person was telling me, the recruiter was telling me, Oh, like you should look into getting your MBA. And I was like, eh, he was like, let's just have a meeting about it. I was like, okay. So I went there with all the attentions of telling him no at the end of having this meeting. I was like, no, I'm going to do professional communications as my um, grad 
concentration or whatever and that's gonna be it yeah but when i talked to him i was like you know what it makes more sense to go into the mba program because i already have communications as a background mm-hmm. i might as well have business because not only do i know how to communicate with the world but i know how to communicate like the business to the world but i will also know how to operate a business myself and plus that's why i already had hell boss which is my business so i thought why not do that in grad school y'all <laughs> I just felt as grad school is ghetto. Okay, mm. grad school no, undergrad was ghetto. Grad school is the trenches. That's just what I have to say. The trenches. Um, it was just it's very especially coming from all you have to do is like kind of like write essays and stuff. And you don't have to worry about any type of math to like now worrying about math and stuff. Oh yeah, math sucks. It could be like very ah. Uh, so the first year of grad school, I was really going through it. But I end up getting a pretty good GPA average, so that was good. And now I'm in my second year, and it's been pretty well so far. I have, like, a little system. Uh, um, I made a friend, you know, and oh. I also uh, have a tutor. So That's good. Yeah, and I'm going to graduate this year. Um, well, not this year. I'm going to be done this year, but I'm going to be graduating May 2022. So, yeah, that's a little about me. Yeah, um, Sunny, do you want to discuss about, you know, your decision and um, stuff? Yeah, so my my situation's different, obviously. I'm not in grad school, don't really have plans to go. I was definitely thinking about it after I finished undergrad, but I think you kind of have to know what you want to do, and I still am kind of up in the air about what I really want to do. So I went to undergrad for journalism, thought I wanted to be... A TV news reporter, that was my track, thought it was going to happen. And then I feel like I had some, like, really shitty, like, professional experiences along the way, and those combined What, like your internships? Yeah, like my internships. Oh, really? I thought you really enjoyed it, enjoyed, like, interning at those stations. I've told you guys the stories a million times. No. Okay, well, I'll tell you guys the story now. So I interned at... I won't even say the name because I'm not even going to yeah, know. But just I interned at a TV news station in Philly um, the summer before my senior year. It kind of just felt like I was walking into something. I didn't really know how to navigate it. And it's like, and it's like, I guess, you know, they want, I guess, interns to do their own, like, research and, like, have shit and like want to kiss ass all the time. I don't know. I just felt like when I was in that space, like I was kind of just sitting at this desk designated for me and everybody else was doing their work. And anybody I asked for X, and this is for both situations, but anybody I asked questions to or like, you know, tried to get advice from, it just felt like I was bothering people all the time. And it's just not a good feeling, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, I just felt like, yeah, I just kind of felt, like, the only word coming to mind is unwanted, but that's not the situation. Like, I, I really wish that I went in there with a different mindset, but it's also, like, I really wish that there were, like, more concrete, like, goals for interns to me or, like, actual mentors that were mentoring us and not just throwing interns into a newsroom to with do no shit. real, really? like, oh, shit. no real fucking plan or goals for us. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of happened at my other internship fellowship that I had. 
um, after graduating college um, at a print publication in the city. And that was probably the worst of the worst, honestly. Like, at the other place, like, I had some people that I connected with. Um, and then at this other place, it was just kind of like that on crack. Like, people were just like, it was very much drama-filled. Like, there was only, there were no black people. Like, I was one of three black women in the oh, space. Wow. I was one of probably, like, five black people or six total in the space. Um, at least at the other place, the TV news place, there were, you know, there's a black person that was running the newsroom, and, you know, there were b- many other people of color. But at this other place, there weren't. And and not that that was the thing that deterred me, but it, it, I think it's just being a black female and, and them seeing me as, like, someone... They just thought that I was very much, like, I don't want to be like, here. I, I give an attitude. Oh, them? I have this. Did you think they saw you as, like, a diversity... Higher intern. I, oh, especially at the print publication I was. It was through, oh, wow. like, it was through, so I can say this, it was through a black journalist organization that I got this fellowship. Okay. So I was obviously clearly a diversity, Diver- diversity pool. fellow. So even then it was like some stories that, you know, and there was another guy that was also my fellow. But it's funny how different they treat black women and black men. Like, oh, black men are just like, oh, like, he's so cool. He likes sports. and Oh, but when it came to me, it was kind of just like, she she like doesn't seem like she, she has an attitude all the time. She doesn't talk to anybody. And, and that was never the case. Like, I don't ever have an attitude for no reason. Like, it's literally just like I don't have anyone to talk to. No one Wanted like to they want to talk to me, and I think it's probably on their Aww. end. They're like, "Oh, this black girl, like she's she's off. She's got together. She's gonna talk to us." Or yeah. I don't know what they thought it was, but mm-hmm. assuming instead of like bringing on an entry level person who like I don't know what's going on, like I would like to have mentors and friends, and I thought I had mentors and friends, and they were talking about me behind my back. It was a whole thing. Oh, wow. But long story short, That's some shit. I just felt like I came out of that journalism space with, and I tried so hard for years to have nice mentors and keep up with them. But I came out of that space, I feel like, with, like... Negative energy. Negative energy and no connections because I felt like I fucked up all my connections because they thought I was a a person that I was not. Yeah, that's so So it was just all fucked up. So after that, I kind of just took a break from it. And now I'm just trying to see how I can position myself to do my own, like, media work, like, whether it be YouTube or this podcast. Um, And then I (laughs) I wanted to be a singer for a long time. Um, I wanted to go to, like, the Creative Performing Arts High School. I didn't get in. I cried. Um, but I wanted to sing. And I think after high school was when that dream kind of just, like, took a break. Yeah. And then I graduated college. And then, you know, just talking to friends. And, like, I sing socially. So they're like, whoa, like, we're, you have a voice? And I'm like, yeah, I can sing. And they're like, you should just make music. And I'm like, no. But then I got home one night and I was like, let me just write a song so i started writing songs and listening to beats on youtube and then i listen to that feeling went to the side i know i know i went to the studio this summer for the first time ever and recorded my own song and dropped my own song in october and yeah so like how did that make you feel like did you you know with the with um so on the washington post there's an article about like um Mm depression like a uh, post-grad depression and like some of the symptoms like they said include decreased motivation to get out of bed general sense of hopelessness and occasional substance abuse they also have trouble finding a job so like after you created that song did you feel like you know that motivation that spark or anything because it definitely i 
I think that music brought me out of out of that funk. Not that I still am not in the funk or never yeah. feel hopeless or you know can't find a, still can't find a job barely. But I don't know. Like I definitely was in a deeper depression before I started writing songs and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I kind of like. Either if, if I was working, like, I would come home from work and just get high and, and you know, and I, and I still feel like, not that it's a problem, but, like, I think that in that time period, especially, like, right after I graduated and, like, the year following, like, I was just, like, if I had a job, I was going to my job, coming home, mm-hmm. getting high, not being productive. If I didn't have a job, waking up late, getting high, not doing anything, like, and that's bad. Like, that's... And especially in the situation where, like, my family's kind of shitty. I don't have anybody, like, like really encouraging me or, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you, like, you know, in bed right. all day? What are you doing? Why are you smelling like weed all the time? You know what I mean? It wasn't like I had somebody there, you know, pushing me to do better. So it's kind of just, like, me really pulling myself up from my bootstraps all the time and, like, pushing myself to do better. But, yeah, I'm definitely still in it, but... It's better, way better than what it was, like, right like right after I graduated, like, I was still looking for journalism jobs and, like, just depressing myself out, like, just, yeah. yeah. I remember you telling me, you were like, I don't have my license, so I can't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Ugh. And that's another thing. I just now, I just recently, like, in 2020 and maybe the last couple months got my permit, like, and again, that's probably, it's, it's mostly my fault, but it's also just, like, you know, I nice. don't have... Yet life, and I don't have people pushing me. And, you know, finally I feel like, you know, I kind of tapped into my resources and, and figured out that I and have friends who care about me. And you have people here and be like, get your license, bitch. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. It's a whole bunch, but yes, post-grad depression is real. And yeah. if you don't try to Well, you find... guys also had the experience, like, going away. Yeah. Going and sleeping. And even and, that in yeah. itself, like, did you ever feel like when you came home from college, like, you were depressed? Like, when you came home for break? Uh, yeah. Like, you were just kind of like, Actually, Ugh. no. So I felt <laughs> the opposite. I felt more at peace when I came down from home because I guess sometimes I would get a little homesick, but once I came down from graduating from undergrad, yeah. um, I felt really, because I felt as though I, so I'm like very Virgo-ish, not Virgo-ish, I'm just very Virgo, and I had this set plan, like, okay, I'm going to have a job by the time I graduate, and I'm going to be making mm-hmm. this much, and I'm going to be doing this, and I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing that, because I did this, 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 and that, so I, I better have a job, and I remember I would hear the stories, like, yeah, it's kind of hard to find a job. <laughs> like outside of college, I'd be like, "Well, that ain't me." Right? Like, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, like, I, like I got okay, all these that's my nice belt. for like, you." Right. Yeah, I would be like, "That's nice for you," but like for me, that's not a thing. And then it happens, and then yep. I was like, "Wait, what the? What is this?" Yep. And then I would try to find jobs, and it would be those dumbass sale marketing jobs, trying to knock door to door. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Exactly. So I, I was a little depressed nowhere. by that because I felt like a failure. I was like, "Oh my god, like yeah. I'm a failure." Too. Yeah. And th- and that's, like, something I feel like colleges need to work better at preparing their seniors for. Mm-hmm. Is like, yeah, we were talking about that. How am I supposed to navigate after college? Like, these are the patterns. Don't fall into these patterns. Like, they didn't really warn you about anything. And I think that we all go through the same, the same sort of, like, cycle. Either we get the dream job, which is, like, a small percentage of people, like, you know, who get out of college. Or you get a job that's just going to help you, you know, be on your feet and live and eat 
but you're not going to be doing anything you really want to do or until much later, like later in your 20s. And I feel like colleges should really like prepare their students. Yeah, so um, my college experience, I keep saying time and time again, is way different than theirs. I went to community college for the first two years. Um, I worked three jobs. I worked at a retail job. I worked at a windows and doors place. And you worked everywhere. I worked at. Uh, <laughs> I worked at. Um, I worked at Dave and Buster's, doing a serving job. I worked as a hostess. That's where um, I also met Alex. Like we rekindled, and um, I just like remember the you know we were planning on going to virginia with alex's family that september after 2000 2018 so i graduated may 2018 from temple and i was like wait i can't go to this trip in september because class and alex looks at me and was like class you're done school and i just like it kind of like all hit me like i like i was on the phone with him and then I was just like, I gotta go. And I just remember <laughs> sobbing. Wow. Because I was going to a job that I wasn't a big fan of. And um, was also, you know, I was forewarned in my communications class from my professor. He was like, your first job out of college is going to be a shitty job. And which I knew that, but still... When I got the job, I was still like, it's a shitty fucking job, and this fucking sucks. But, um, I think Temple did a good job doing, like, you know, that professor at least, you know, rated him some stars, even though he gave me a C. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, I just remember just having no motivation to go to the gym, go and, like, eat right, um, like, I was supposed to... Me and Alex decided that we were going to live together. But, like, I kind of had no motivation to do anything. I still had credit card debt that built up while I was in school because I, I didn't understand the concept of credit. I mean, knowing now, I wasn't in as much credit card debt as, like, my my older sisters and people who are older than me because, like... I understood that, like, credit cards, like, more than what, like, I did my research before setting it up, but, like, you get your credit card, they, you, once you register and, like, fill out to get a credit card, I'll tell you this, they check your credit score, because you're in school and you took out a credit card, like, took out, took out a school loan, you have credit, it may be 620 you know might be baseline because it's credit Mm -hmm. so as soon as you sign your fafsa sign you know sign your life away on the dotted line for college and for the loans you have a credit score Mm. or if your family was nice and smart and they had a good credit and they're good with their credit they put their your (laughs) name as an authorized person so that you can have the credit that they have Mm -hmm. so you better hope Whoever put their name on their, your, better hope your parents didn't do that because if they're bad with money, then your credit score is shot from the get and it's unfair. Yeah. Um, and I heard horror stories about that. But yeah. um, 
I was just like, oh, like, and I, I was like, built up all this credit card and check, you know, I got this credit card because I couldn't pay for some of my tuition in Temple. Wow. So I put money in for that for my tuition because I had no one. Like, who was, I had no parents. My sister was working and she had two kids to take care of, all my sisters. And like, none of my fam, my family would, would do, they would do stuff for you, but then throw it back in your face. Yep. And I don't like that shit at all. So I had no one to ask. So that's how I got my credit card for the first time. But I was working. I also got my first lease. My my car was leased because my old car broke down. Um, so I was going through all like the trials and tribulations of like adulting while going to school. So my stress level. I, I think that's the reason why I was so skinny back then. And so, like, I would go to the gym any hours of the night. Like, I remember I went to the gym wow. at 2 a.m. before. And I would just, like, that, w- that was my way as a drug, sort of say, to calm myself down from being of strong. Yeah, it was an escape. Yeah. And um, after college... And, like, I got this job. I was just, like, I, I don't even want to get out of bed. I don't want to do anything. Like, I'm done. I don't feel like I accomplished anything. I don't feel like I got this degree for n- no reason. But then, you know, now coming to terms, like, I think I kind of sort of got it because I wanted to make my mom proud in some sense of way. You know? But I just remember, like, feeling lost as soon as school ended and then reminiscing about high school and reminiscing about this and like filling my mind out with like sense of like hopelessness and then we have social media now so you're comparing like someone our age who is an entrepreneur or who has their business or got a job from their family and now is making bank or they are adequate and enough to do a trade Because not everyone can do college and not everyone can Mm -hmm. do trade. Mm -hmm. So, and I also say with trade, trade school, like, if you get hurt, you're fucked. You're fucked, too. Really? Yeah. So, like, there's no matter what, like, we, it's just like that. And I just, like, think that it took me a while. I'm not depressed about leaving school. I just have regular depression regular depression and regular seasonal depression Mm -hmm. but all this is the work of my therapist and everything so thank you maureen (laughs) (laughs) yeah shout out to my girl roz i think you're there i definitely feel you guys though um with the whole depression thing and everything Mm -hmm. and the first job being the shitty job I definitely can relate. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, too, which I think you already touched based on, is that when you're in college and you have these shitty cl- um, jobs, you think to yourself, okay, well, once I graduate school, this mm-hmm. is not going to... So it, it it pretty much, like, makes you feel better. Because it's like, okay, like, this is not for everything. Like, I'm, I'm in school, and then once I get out of school, mm-hmm. I'm going to have, like, this great job. But then when you graduate and you have, you know, your degree, but then you are in a job and you're not in any school it's kind of like well fuck like what's my excuse now yeah and i used to feel like that too and i used to really like look at my life like what like what the hell am i doing like 
like what's going on like god like is this where i'm gonna be staying at like at my last job um i was at i used to be so frustrated and so annoyed because i was like i hated this fucking job i had to drive 40 minutes there 40 minutes back the fucking boss was passive aggressive these my boss and another boss had a meltdown in a one week like wow. literally like i was just like what what am i doing here like is what is it but i realized that i had to take the time to be grateful for the fact that i do have a job especially during this pandemic that yeah. was one and then also accepting where i am now knowing that this is not going to be forever. Like, we're still young, and I feel like in this day and age, you see social media, you see everybody doing what they're doing, um, and you start to live in this whole microwave society where you feel as though, oh, it needs to happen right now, otherwise I'm not doing enough. And it's one of those things where pretty much you just have to ignore that and realize, like, that's fake. It's fake. You don't know what's going on with that job. Like, they might have a dream job to you, but that job might be fucking hell, and the boss is making their lives hell, and they're freaking crying in their car yeah. every freaking day. Like, you don't know. So just trust your timing, and your timing is going to come, and that's what I had to do, and then eventually I got my dream job. Um, but I think, like, yeah. I also think, this is what I think. It's really weird. Um, there is always going to be Walmart Reggie's cash, cashiers that mm-hmm. love their job, mm-hmm. that love going to there. And if you're, like, somebody who, like, sitting at a desk and doing the 9 to 5, you're it's cool. That's great. That's for you, and that's amazing. And you need to know that's okay. Don't let these people who are entrepreneurs, like, hold you down either. Nope. But, um... And that's been my yeah. thing, too, which is weird. Like, you guys, like, have, like solid business ideas and i'm like well like all i want to do is create content and i'm like i don't yeah, know yeah i that's business, like. that essentially is what i always want to do like yeah. i want to create makeup content videos and i just want to like make those fashion videos you see on tiktok too i don't have yeah. fashion but whatever but like <laughs> all right let's get back into the depression <laughs> let's get back into depression but um what is one feeling you felt as soon as you left school, like school, like what, like other than happy, like what was like one bad feeling that you felt? The one that sunk in the fastest was like, I felt kind of like empty. Like it was my graduation. Like it was like, ah, oh, whatever. Blah, and it came blah. and went. And, and the like, next day, I, me and my friends were at our apartment like, okay. So <laughs> what are you going to do now? Like, yeah. it took us a while to move out and we were kind of just like trying to hang on to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would say empty. Mine was definitely fear start to set in because I was like oh shit like it's not like I'm in college so there's an excuse like college was always my crutch school was always my crutch I knew where I was going each time once I left middle school I was going to high school once I went left high school okay college it's like one of those things where I'm like oh shit like what's next and like even though it's grad school I am still able to get a career job so I'm like okay I need to get one but I don't have one yet so what's going on yeah, and especially with the pandemic going on, I think especially these kids that, you know, just graduated or didn't get – my nephew, my niece and nephew didn't get a graduation. They yeah. didn't get a prom. Nothing. Which sucks. It's so bad. Like, we could have handled this pandemic extremely – Yeah. They could have had one. Um, and now the kids this year won't either, really. Um, I, I Hopefully, we'll see when it happens, but um, – and I can only imagine, like, 
going through that in my thought process. Um, I also think that when I graduated, what feeling I felt was just like, uh, yeah, emptiness or like, like I just felt lost. Like I just felt lost because I was like, I'm now like that. As soon as I graduated that Monday, like I graduated the 10th of May and that Monday, yes, May 10th on a Thursday. And, um, I just felt like I I went right into a a career, right into a full-time nine-to-five job, Monday through Friday, and it was just, like, lost. I was like, what? Like, what? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm, like, yeah, I'm I'm grateful. I'm thankful for this. But, like, I'm just, like, lost in a sense that, like, this loss, like, am I going to be living? Like, am I really going to be truly, like, happy? Mm -hmm. And then you think to yourself, like, Okay, the job that I'm now working at, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, that's basically mm-hmm. 60% of your life, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the 40%, you get to do whatever you want. But it's a big chunk of your life, your job. Yeah. So when you have a job where it's like that, you really want to make sure that the job that you're going to spend a lot of time at is one of those jobs that you actually do like. And some of the, sometimes it doesn't work that way because yeah. I know we all can attest that we had jobs that we were just kind of, like, empty and was, like, what the yeah. fuck, you know? I, I also think in America, too, like, we this is what is set in precedent. Mm-hmm. But in, like, in different countries and stuff, they only work sometimes, like, three or four days, and I'm jealous. Um, I'm jealous, too. I'm so jealous. But, yeah, it, and they, it's just, like, crazy, like, and you think, like, should I go back to school just because? Like, I've, I've thought that so yeah. many times. Because I'm like, me. what else is there to do? What else is there to do? That was, really? that was my reasoning. Me. <laughs> yeah, what else is there to do? Or do I want to continue? But then I'm like, do I even want to go back to this part-time life? This part-time life of working at, like, retail or something and just not, just hating retail, too. Like, I had a retail, food industry. Yep, I worked at it all, too. Yeah. You worked at where? I worked at it all too. Recently, oh, I, I thought you said food. Alta. I thought she said Alta too. I was like, what? No, what you missing? What? No. That Mostly food there. places, honestly. That's crazy. I, I waitressed a lot. I was a terrible waitress at that. Yeah. Um. Well, what else should we talk about real quick? I don't know. Like, what do you, I, I, I? Here we go. What is an advice you can give to somebody who's about to graduate and could potentially? start feeling because you know you start feeling that yeah. post-grad depression right when like finals hit mm-hmm. like it's kind of like a high but you f- you I, f- I remember when finals were over and I had this high but like my mind is set up to where like the high is there but the low is coming right through like yeah that it's like you're you're about to be for the rest of your life you can't say nothing about school or anything like that um, so, like, what's some advice you can give to people who are about to graduate? I have one. I have two, actually. So, the first set of advice, and this is mainly for mm, business communications. I don't know about everything else, but I think this advice definitely helps those specific majors. If you cannot find a job right away, 
the one thing I recommend in order to build your portfolio, and this is what kind of set me up, set me up and helped me propel, was to start your own type of hobby or start your own type of business. When I first, before I graduated from school, I started a blog called Hellabomb Boss. Let me get a little bit, a little bit into this. And I started a blog and that's when I was interested in being a journalist. I decided to start this blog in order to get myself, get my foot into the door and showcase that I have a blog and I'm active and I know how to do this, you know. So I started interviewing um, entrepreneurs, creatives and students. And then as I started to really start to dive into um, social media marketing and I realized I couldn't find a job, I realized why don't I just in the meantime start my own business. So I turned my blog, Hellabomb Boss, into an actual social media marketing agency. And that's how I got my foot in the door into my career field now. And then with that being said, I started to pick up a lot of clients, which allowed me to get a lot of experience. And because I was doing it for so long, when I started to apply for um, for jobs and stuff, I was able to obtain my first job in the career field um, just from Hellabomb Boss alone. They were just so intrigued by the fact that I kind of went into my own lane and actually created a business and got my own experience rather than waiting for it. And it just really helped out my whole job um, experience. And I got more interviews, I feel as though, because I had my business. And all they wanted to do was talk about Hellabomb Boss. And it was the same wow. with the job field that I did now. Um all he wanted to do was talk about Hellabomb Boss, and I think that was the main reason mm -hmm. why I got the job. So needless to say, I definitely recommend for specifically business and communication majors, if you are having a hard time finding a job, take a step back, look at your experience. If you feel like your experience isn't working right now, start really focusing on your hobbies and your business. Start really honing in. Because then you're yeah. going to see how your portfolio expands. You're going to have a lot to talk about in those interviews. And you're going to have a lot of say and experience to really leverage on. So I definitely recommend that. And also, don't beat yourself up. We are only 20-something years old. Like, literally, right. we're not even, we're like, what, a quarter? You're 23. I'm going to be 24. She's literally um, only like 20, like mid-20. Like I am going to be 26 in like... That's still mid-20. That's well, a quarter I'll be 20, of your life. I'll be 26 probably by the time this episode comes out. That's a quarter of your life. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's, that's it. That's it. of my life. No, but like, <laughs> listen, like, you still have time. I like, know. You know. I'm just being an asshole. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunny, what, what, come on, give First me some of all, advice. Shadira, that's a good point because... For me, I felt like, I don't know, like, I don't know why, but I felt like all my creative endeavors, like, I couldn't talk about them, or, like, I felt like that's not, this that isn't what they wanted to hear, they were just hobbies, and, like, I have to have concrete yeah. experience, not mm -hmm. really realizing that that's the experience, you know what I mean, you create your own mm -hmm. experience, so I think that I definitely learned that, especially from you, I think, I feel like, you know, I need to, like, promote what I've already done on my own more, yes. and, you know, try to put that together into a little package. But anyways, I don't know. I think that my tip would be, honestly, like all the contacts that you made in college and wherever you did internships or even college professors or whatever, what have you, whoever you think can help you, 
I would like make sure you keep like a spreadsheet of you know all the people that helped you along the way. I kind of wish that I did that because I feel like, especially with what the with the field that I wanted to do, which was broadcast journalism, it's a lot of like you I mean you have to be talented, but it's a lot of like you have to know people too, and that's a lot of that's a lot of that's different a lot fields. of our business in general. So if if you feel like you know you can't you, you aren't really breaking it anywhere, and you feel like you have to know people to know people that knows people like. Especially if you're still a senior, like keep track of your contacts and or touch it. base with them and touch exactly and touch base. That's my problem. I don't really talk to them. Yeah, I wish I took that job that my professor gave to me. Really, he gave you a job? Well, he said that I should hire, like, should I should apply for this one job, and I should fucking talk that shit, man. You still I should talk to your professor. Talk that shit. Yeah, but like, I applied for their job, like their company that he he owns, no. and I didn't get it. But he he like said this job is hiring. You should put in. And he would put in a word for me, and I should have fucking took that job. Yeah. But I accepted the other job I was at. And I am very, like, scared when I'm, like, in a job, and I'm like, I don't like it. Because I wasn't really, I was, like, not really feeling the one job anyway. Yeah. But I should have took that job. Yeah, that's a lot of things I wish I had done, too. But again, yeah. like Shadira said, let's not beat dwell, ourselves up. Yeah. Or also dwell on it, you know. Yeah. We, we grow and we learn and, yeah. But that's the only tip I have, because I'm still trying to formulate my own tips to take for myself. To yeah. find me a fucking job, but, yeah. So, um, the advice I'd probably have to give is feel your emotions out. Um, just f- feel it. It's like you went through 20-something years of school. They brainwash you into Pledge of Allegiance and all that stuff and all the capitalistic stuff. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I realize how long it's been since I like stand up. And, like, I oh, I never stood up. Oh, you haven't? Uh, when I was a kid, I probably did. But once I got into like high school, I never stood up. Oh, wow. No. Well, I went to a history school. I Yeah, I went to a hist- we went to a history school. We had to stand up? We didn't have to stand yeah, up. I feel like we just sat no, but I sat down, and on the, when I, fi- you know, especially like around the high school time, because that was like 2012. That wasn't that like right before like Trayvon and stuff. That Who was, was like it? Right that yeah, time. wasn't it? Oh fuck! No, it was 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was. was like I was 11 year. I was 11th grade. What? Right? I was in like 10th or 11th grade. Yeah, because 2013. Oh, I, graduated. I always forget how. <laughs> yeah, I always forget how old you are. Yeah, I'm an old head. I'm the old head. I'm the mom of this group, as you can tell. I don't know, I'm only like two years, but I'm still the mom. (laughs) Oh, well, anyway. So, it's okay to feel your emotions. Feel them out. Don't exclude them. I'm going to keep telling you guys. Because you're going to wind up having a burst of, like, sadness. And it's going to really affect you and everyone else around you. And also talk to people who who went through it like you can always message me yeah. sunny shadira and be like yo i listened to your episode and like i jobs i really feel that <laughs> shit <laughs> yo message us if we have some jobs content like we can create content like it's nobody's business i'll tell you that i'll tell you that um but yeah like have someone to talk to a friend anyone a random stranger us like like us if we don't know you <laughs> But, like, have someone that has went through the post-grad depression. Because everyone who's gone to college or gone through, like, 
you know, schooling and everything, and is, like, now just, like, you're so used to these schedules, like, and being up all hours of the night, and this, that, and now you're just, like, what? I'm now supposed to go to a strict schedule? What? Now I'm supposed to decide if I'm gonna go out and then regret it? Like, that's, everyone has gone through that, in a sense, and talk to somebody, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I would also say go to therapy. Yeah, therapy. Oh, definitely go to therapy. Don't yeah. don't let Hit your therapist up. Go to Oh no, I'm not doing no sponsor. They better sponsor me. I ain't gonna say who right. I Yeah, I ain't gonna say who I go to. Non spawn. But uh yeah, so this episode is basically done. Um I hope you took something in terms of like grad depression as even a way you can relate it to high school depression or, you know, like, just leaving high school. Because that shit, I still think about that. How we ain't do shit. <laughs> ain't do shit, but kick your feet up and peace it out. Yeah. Um, and just uh, knowing that, like, it, if you peaked in high school, it's okay. We understand. Yeah, a, uh, lot of you, a lot of y'all peaked. A lot of y'all stuff. motherfuckers peaked. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Look at that shoe constitution. I'm kidding. No, don't. I mean, well, I, I mean, mine was vibing. Like, see, I, I pr- didn't have no, that much bad experience at Constitution. And I didn't have a bad experience. I'm just saying, but that was a lot of people. peak. Yeah. Was constitution. That's sad. Yo, That's yes, so sad. Life Wait, to live. shut the fuck up. There is somebody, oh my god, there is somebody I've seen. Oh my god, we gotta talk off air, because this is so fucking funny. Um, We'll save the shade. uh, Yeah, we'll save the shade later on. um, (laughs) When we blow up and we don't have to worry about. Period, and we're making money off of this. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can throw a dollar at your head. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so (laughs) next episode, um, we talk about it a lot, but we haven't actually, like, acknowledged it. What? The five love languages. Oh yeah. Yes. And it how they core it goes into it really everything. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening and rate us five stars. Follow us on Instagram at the Almost Adult Pod and like us on Facebook. See you guys later. 